Look alive, half-bloods. Percy Jackson is coming to Disney+. Plus. Welcome to The Making of the Percy Jackson Show, a podcast all about the making of the upcoming TV adaptation of the Percy Jackson and the Olympian series by Rick Riordan. I'm your host, Irene Tomlinson. First, a quick update. Rick Riordan tweeted that they're in the earliest stages of the adaptation, working on the pilot script outline, but he's, quote, in the room where it happens, to quote the great Lin-Manuel Miranda. He made a second reference to Hamilton in another tweet as well, leading to some speculation that Lin-Manuel Miranda could play a part in the adaptation in some way, but nothing has been confirmed. At the end of the last episode, I said that a lot of us would be drawn back into the world of Percy Jackson. But scrolling through Instagram, I saw a post that reminded me that this isn't entirely true. The post read, Some people, OMG, time to revisit my love for PJO. Most of us, bold of you to assume we ever left. Not everyone is going to be drawn back into this world because some of you never left. So let's talk to some of those people, those who remained active in the fandom by, for example, running fan accounts. It was actually on Ekin's fan page that I first saw this post. So let's hear from her about her thoughts on the upcoming TV adaptation. When I was in sixth grade, um, I got the book. And I've been a fan ever since, honestly. Ekin runs a fan account on Instagram, at pjo.ho.fandam. When I finished the first series, I'd um, Google it, and there were like all these fan arts. And then I uh, discovered that it, uh, discovered the Pinterest side of the fandom. And yeah, that's how I became active online. My favorite thing about the fandom is that um, I have so many friends who are in the fandom and meeting internet friends and making internet friends, it's been, it's the best, honestly. Like, they're like one of my closest friends, actually. They're all like really fun and crazy people. They have a good sense of humor. That's everything to me. Overall, what would you say that the Percy Jackson and the Olympian series means to you? They, they pretty much mean the person I am today because, you know, my English was not this good when I first um, became active in the online fandom. I mean, it's still not perfect, but um, it was terrible back then. And, um, you know, discovering all the internet and other people, people my age who live in other countries, it has changed me a lot in a good way. So how did you decide to start running a fan account? Well, I had these two other friends who were reading it. And one day I just said, hey, do you want to start a fan account? And they agreed, but um, one of them was not active at all. Like she's that friend who, you know, likes every picture and stuff, but never shows up, never posts anything. And uh, the other one was pretty active, but uh, right now it's just me, I think. I mean, one of them still um, gives me advice about how to, you know, um, what to post and stuff, but the other one is just gone right now. Generally, what kind of things do you like to post on your fan account? Well, 
text posts mostly and fan arts. Also, I've been posting lots of TikToks lately because they're the best, honestly. How do you find all of the like content that you post? Um, Pinterest helps still. Also, other accounts do. And I uh, follow lots of um, artists on Instagram, so I repost from them. The hashtag Disney Adapt Percy Jackson started trending on Twitter late last year. Um, when, when, you, when it was trending before, did you actually think that it would be picked up by Disney Plus? No. Um, I always thought we would get an animation from something else, but not Disney. It's just too big, but I'm so glad we did. Why do you think that an animated style would have been better suited for the series? Well, because I just think that it fits the series like perfectly. I always thought we would get something like Voltron or Avatar The Last Airbender. And I would love to see those characters' facial expressions on the Percy Jackson characters. I think it would be amazing. But I'm just glad that, I'm just grateful that we are getting what we are getting at the moment because it will get a lot more attention. And it deserves it. So since the announcement, has this changed your attitude about the fandom in any way? No, I'm actually glad that many people are coming back, you know, as young adults and college students. Yeah, I did actually see one of your, one post that you um, put about that, about um, how, you know, a lot of people were saying, time to revisit my love for Percy Jackson. And then you said, most of us, bold of you to assume we ever left. So what's that like being one of the ones that never really left? It's amazing. I mean, um, I was losing lots of followers, by the way, before this happened, because, um, you know, people were growing up and leaving. And um, I was like, okay, it's just me then. But now everyone's back and makes me happy. You also mentioned in another post, you said that you loved Jake Abel as Luke in the movies, even though the movies like suck. So even though he's too old to play Luke now, is there another role in the upcoming series that you would like to see him play? He would be great as any of the gods, like not just Hermes, but any of them. I would just love to see him again because he actually cared about the whole thing. Are there any other actors you're hoping to see in it? Well, not really. I mean, I want to say Emma Watson, but I feel like I'm asking for too much, so I, I don't want to jinx it or anything. So what's one of your top favorite moments or element that you hope to see in the TV adaptation? I think Percy's stepfather, because like he's such an amazing character, and he's my favorite um, side character. I would love to see him. Yeah. Yeah, Paul Blofus. Yeah. Next up is Alex. We actually had to read The Lightning Thief for like a school like project type of thing. And then after that, most kids didn't continue the series. But for me, like after I read the first book, I was immediately hooked. I felt like they taught me a lot more about Greek mythology than I did in like my classes. Alex runs an Instagram fan account at Rick Riordan Universe, as well as a confessions account, Riordan Verse Confessions. Like during the this, this summer of 2019, so not even a year ago, when like I first made my fan account and stuff. So then that's when I started talking to more people in the fandom as well. So then tell me about like your experience 
setting up the account and running it throughout the, well, nearly a year now. Yeah. Um, so I decided to start it on August 18th, so Percy's birthday. My experience was, like, everyone's really nice and, like, welcoming. What's been one of your least favorite moments running it? Um, I guess sometimes, um, like, some people, there are some people who aren't, like, respectful about opinions and stuff, and it gets kind of out of hand, like, on the confessions pages and things like that. A few weeks ago, there was, like, some hate accounts that just wanted to, like, say bad things about accounts. But it also, at the same time, proved, like, the power of, like, kindness from our fandom because everyone just like reported them blocked them and instead made some people made like love accounts which were like the opposite and they just started posting nice things about people i want to talk about a post you wrote a text post titled some of my thoughts about the pga adaptation and you wrote about the power of the fans so tell me a little bit about your thoughts on that yeah um so i was basically saying that i feel like the fact that we were able to like officially get these adaptations to happen like really proves how powerful like our voices were in this situation because like we got the hashtag trending without like Rick having to say anything and we like made sure to keep it trending and to keep it active and like Rick said that he'd never let his like books be turned into like movies or shows ever again but like the fact that we were so hyped up and ready for it and that we were so supportive made him like change his mind so I feel like that just really proves like how amazing this fandom is because we were able to make that happen and like that doesn't often like work out that way. And you called us quote the golden fans in achieving this milestone so Based on that, how would you compare this fandom to any other fandoms that you've been in? What makes this fandom stand out, in your opinion? I think, like, the fact that for almost anything in my experience, we always come together to make things happen. Like, you know, with the hate accounts, we got rid of them because everyone just, like, reported, made love accounts instead. With the PJO adaptations, we, like, all just made this hashtag trending. So I just feel like other fandoms are also really nice, but I feel like ours is, like, kind of like really great at like sticking together and like just like like it sounds cheesy but like teamwork you know like um and making things happen that way what's one top favorite moment in the series or any like element you know um that you hope to see in the adaptation it's honestly so hard to pick like one thing but I guess like any of the like iconic lines that we like remember that everyone remembers like the hoover dam scene or like um, you know, all these iconic, like, lines, I can't wait to, like, actually see them happen, and I guess, like, one other thing would be, like, accurate casting this time, like, I'm so ready for that, that's going to be really cool. So, overall, what would you say that the Percy Jackson and the Olympian series means to you? Um, that's, like, such a good question, because, like, it's honestly so important to me, because, I mean, I first read them in sixth grade and even before that I had kind of read them but my sister was like under this thing where she was like no I don't want you reading the same books as me so it took me a while to actually like be able to read them all without her being upset so I just feel like since we like I grew up with them and they were always my favorite book series like all those characters are like they're characters but they feel like my friends and they feel like people that I haven't met but I still like really care about and like whenever I'm like just like stressed or like a little bit worried about something like just reading the books like just makes it so much better so they just like they're really important to me. Now here's Say. Unlike a lot of people, I think the first experience with the series in particular was the movie. Like, I didn't even know about the book first. Uh, I was a huge movie fan back then. So I used to see a lot of movies. And then one day I was just watching the Percy Jackson movie. 
And then that little note came on that says, um, based on a novel by Rick Riordan. And then I just knew that I had to get the books, but I couldn't really find them. So it wasn't until I think uh, 2017 when I went to India that I could get the books. Zay runs a fan account on Instagram at Centurion Shish Kebab. I loved writing back then. So that's when I decided that, yeah, I was going to open a fan account. But that wasn't until 2019, I think. I think it was during a cabin war uh, that uh, one, uh, yeah, that one of the accounts, uh, we talked a little back then. And I told them that I wanted to open a fan account and they just encouraged me. So shout out to the person who did that. Overall, what would you say that the Percy Jackson in the Olympian series means to you? I think I really found myself with Percy because I have ADHD, so it was really sort of um, nice seeing that uh, there was representation for ADHD and dyslexia in the other series. So when I was reading the books, uh, at first when Percy said that he had ADHD, I don't know, I just clicked with it, I think. It was really realistical seeing the characters with um, disabilities in books. We usually don't see that. Did you ever think that it would actually be adapted, that Disney would actually pay attention and start a TV show? Oh my god, no. I, I didn't think that we as a fandom would be able to... I just thought that we'd be able to grab Disney's attention. I never really thought that we'd get that adaptation, like the one we deserve, because obviously the old adaptation is not something people really like to talk about. So the fact that we're getting one now is something really extraordinary. And I, we, like, I myself never thought that we, a normal group of people, would be able to do something like that. So since, since it's been confirmed, how has that changed your attitude about the fandom? I think there was that one post, like the fact that Disney adapted Percy Jackson is proof that you can actually make something happen no matter how annoying you are. So it's sort of funny, I guess, that we basically made Disney like give us the adaptation by being annoying. But I think uh, my view on the fandom hasn't really changed. Um, I think we're... We'll still be here. Like We'll still be the kind and humble fandom we've always been. But I have to say, I am sort of afraid that the new fandom, new fans will come in. And maybe it'll change the fandom. Maybe not. But who knows? Yeah. Well, we'll just have to see. <laughs> I think it depends on sort of how they, you know, how, the, how they do the adaptation, how faithful it is, what kind of new fans it will bring in. Yeah, I think it's important for um, a book like Percy Jackson to really get the casting it deserves. Because when we read it, we all have a different version of Percy in our head. Like for some people, he's black. For others, he's white. It really depends on how you imagine him. So I just really like a casting that respects that. And then there's the gods, um, which is really like confusing, I'd have to say, especially with Aphrodite. Because um, it's canon, the fact that Aphrodite, Aphrodite changes to how everyone views her is canon. So I think it's one of the more um, complicated topics about the movie. And as for the 12-year-olds, the pray 12-year-olds thing, I think um, when we read the book, we were all shocked about how 12-year-olds, not only 12-year-olds, I think 
Annabeth was seven when she ran away from home. Like literal seven-year-olds were have to fight, were having to fight monsters and for their life. Like I think if Disney um ages the characters up like to fifteen or uh, sixteen, then it really will have the same impact uh, as the books did. So one of the things that I really right liked about the series was that Rick didn't try to hide the trauma that every single one of the demigods went through. Like Annabeth ran away from home because her father was father and father and mother were sort of abusive. Percy had to like go through the same thing. Talia as well. Like Talia's mom used to drink a lot. So I think it's really realistic that thing. And Disney has sort of been known for not doing the more touchy things of life. So I'm really scared that um they'll sort of simplify that just to make it family friendly. You kind of talked a lot about different things that they shouldn't do. So then what's your top favorite moment or element that in the series that you can't wait to see? Okay, it's really hard to choose just one scene, but if I had to choose it, it'd have to be the scene where Rachel hit, yeah, hit Kronos in the eye with a plastic hairbrush because that's like something, I think most people view it as a form of comedy, but I think it's really heroic that Rachel, a mortal herself, sort of just went up against the titan of time with just a hairbrush. You mentioned that you were kind of involved in some other fandoms, like, for example, the Harry Potter fandom. Um, tell me a little bit about your experience in those fandoms and how they compare to your experience in the Percy Jackson fandom. Okay, the thing about some of the other fandoms I've seen is that they're really toxic, which is sort of weird. Like, um, here in the Percy Jackson fandom, people let you ship who you want. But one thing I've really noticed about other fandoms, especially anime, is that they sort of try to force who you ship on you. And that's not like the only thing. Like, um, usually with other fandoms, they aren't as welcoming as Percy Jackson fandom is. Uh, that's one of the more um, common things that I've found. But there are definitely some huge problems with some of the fandoms that I really don't like to talk about. I used to love the Harry Potter fandom. But then I learned the whole thing about J.K. Rowling and everything. Then I decided that um, basically the Harry Potter fandom was nowhere near as welcoming as the Percy Jackson one. I don't know. I always just felt at home in the Percy Jackson fandom. I think the last thing I'd like to say is that I really, really hope that Disney does not mess this up for us. Like, we've been waiting for such a long time. I think if Disney messes it up for us, I don't think I'll ever be able to see Disney movies. Next up is Adeline. The other voice you might not recognize is me with a cold. So here's Adeline. So the first time that I was ever really introduced to the books was I was at the cottage with all of my cousins. And basically everyone in my family's read these books at least once. I think it's a very big family thing in the books that I have now. They're all passed down from my cousins. So I was at the cottage with all of my cousins, and one of them was reading the first book, The Lightning Thief. And I was like, what's that book you're reading? She was like, it's Percy Jackson and the Olympians. And I had never heard of it. I, was, I must have been six years old. I was in first grade. I had never heard of it. And I was like, I want to read that, because obviously I wanted to do everything that they were doing. So all of my cousins, we all gathered around, and my dad started reading the book from the very start. And I was so immersed in it. 
I, I couldn't stop listening. I had a crush on Percy from the second that he was introduced. It was amazing. And after my dad read the first couple chapters, I stole the book from my cousin because I was a really mean kid. And I read it the rest of the time that we were at the cottage. Adeline runs a fan account on Instagram at percy.jackson44. Like I said, I've been reading them for a really long time since I was in first grade, but I only started being active in the online fandom, like everything with social media. It must have been last July. Yeah, it was summer of 2019, the end of July. That's when I first started in the fandom. And I, I had never, I, I didn't even know that there was an online fandom. I had no idea that fan accounts even existed or anything. And I had just finished reading Heroes of Olympus for over the 20th time. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to look it up and see what comes up. So on Instagram, I looked up hashtag Percy Jackson and the Olympians, and I was introduced to a whole new world. It was insane. I must have spent the next two weeks just scrolling through every post I could find. I followed all the accounts that I could find. And I had no idea that existed, right? Because I, I didn't grow up in the world of like Tumblr and Pinterest, Reddit and stuff like that. So that was all new to me. And so I, cause I was more in like the TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram phase. So when I looked it up, I was so surprised and I was so happy that there was other people that liked the books as much as I did because I never really had friends that were into them. And I was like, wow, people actually really like them too. And it was such a good experience the first time that I saw all those new posts. It was just, it was a really great experience for me. So since then, how would you describe your experience with the fandom? The only word that I think really describes the entire fandom is a family. And like, I know that sounds kind of cliche and everything, but I've been with them. I haven't been with the full year, maybe like 10 months. I've been part of the fandom. I've had my fan account and it's just, it's such a family. Everyone, they just, they're so accepting. They just love everyone. And we do go through some rocky times. There's been a couple, there's been a couple of scenarios, but we always get through them. And I feel like that's what a family does. When you go through hard times, you always come out on top and together. Cause like I have, I do have friends from all over the world and like everyone just like comes together and asks like their, your friend living down the block. Obviously everything's online, but like, it's just really, it's really fun to learn about that stuff. And it's fun to like see everyone come together from every, almost every country in the world. So I never really knew that was a possibility. And I feel like people just think that it's, um, the United States or mostly North America that like is the big fandom of these books, but like it's everywhere. The only thing that sucks. Oh, this bugs me so much is Disney plus isn't available in all countries. It's like, I've had so many people text me and they're like, I'm so excited about the adaptation, but it's not available in my country. So I can't watch it on Disney plus. And I feel so bad for them because like that sucks obviously. And I, I, I mean, I know it's not, I knew it wasn't available worldwide, but I was surprised at the amount of people that weren't able to watch it. Overall, what would you say that the Percy Jackson and the Olympian series means to you? It's my entire life. I, I don't know what else to say other than that. I've, I've been obsessed with them for years now. Like everyone that I know, they all know, oh, there, that's the Percy Jackson girl. She's read it so many times. And I don't even care because I don't care that people, that's how they know me because they're, they're so amazing. They mean everything to me. The story and the characters, they've just gotten me through so much. I read them whenever I'm feeling down because they just make me feel so much happier. They fill me with so much joy. And it's just, it means everything to me. I, I don't even know. It's my whole life now. I love them so much. 
you post i've seen on your account you post uh, a lot of a fair amount of percy jackson tiktoks <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um kind of why are you more drawn to making like tiktoks to using that medium to post about percy jackson yeah that's a really good question because people ask me about it a lot they ask me why i like tiktok so tiktok kind of blew up at least for the people that live around me last year at the start of last year and i did not want a part of it i was like that's stupid i don't get why people are doing these weird dances it's taking up everyone's time i was like i'm never gonna download that app but then it was about a month or two before everything became locked down because of corona and i was like you know what i'm just gonna download it like i won't get addicted to it but everyone's telling me to so I downloaded it, and at this point, a couple of my really close friends were already posting TikToks about the fandom and about Percy Jackson. And I was like, oh, hey, maybe I could do that. And I was just scrolling through the app, and I started finding sounds that related to the Reordenverse. And I was coming up with great ideas and ideas that I found personally funny. And I was like, you know what? I'll save these, and maybe one day I'll start making them. So I did that, and I started making them, and suddenly people were encouraging me to post them. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I should. So I started posting them. Yeah, it's actually, it is really fun. I didn't think that people would like them, but they're, they're really funny and I like them. Obviously, I like text posts too and memes and stuff, but it's a different kind of humor because it's used with like trending sounds, but we're taking that and we're taking something famous and we're bringing it into our own fandom and we're reordinversifying it. That's not a word, but yeah, and it's, <laughs> it's really fun. I like it a lot. I think it's it's interesting too because like for example the memes and like the text post mediums and the fan art like those have all like existed like back in 2005 when the first books came out but TikTok is like it's a way of almost modernizing the fandom. Exactly yeah it's great because like like you said all of those things like they've existed for years and years like Tumblr, Pinterest that's been around for ages but this is a, this is a new app and it's a new way to bring something into the fandom something that's trending and something that's popular and i think people like that i, I like obviously people still like like the nostalgic sense of text posts and things like that but it's a new way to bring something fun and different into the fandom all right so now uh let's talk about the the upcoming series a little bit uh, Percy Jackson, the, the hashtag Disney adapt Percy Jackson started trending late last year. Um, but did you ever think that Disney would actually pick it up for a TV show? I know a lot of people that were really surprised when they heard that it was happening. And I, I wasn't like, I had complete faith in it from the beginning. And I think it was probably because I wanted it so bad. Like before any of this started trending, me and my dad, we would talk every single week about how we how we wanted the movies to get justice and it was especially because i'm part of a lot of other fandoms like the hunger games and harry potter and those movies they were they got a respectful adaptation and it was done very well and i was i was always so upset that my books didn't get that has the announcement of the upcoming series changed your attitude towards the fandom in any way there's so many new accounts that i've seen pop up during this time because everyone's so bored and they have nothing to do. So like there's people that have been reading the books for years and decide to start making accounts or there's people that just read the books over the this little self-isolation time and then started making fan accounts. And we, like the fandom, we've gained a bunch of new people. Yeah, I think it's going to be like kind of golden age for new content, like both yeah, fan content definitely. and original content. 
Yeah. Well, it's going to be insane. And there's a bunch of people writing fanfics and stuff and everything. I've been reading them nonstop, staying up till 2 a.m. every night reading a new one. But yeah, it's really good. <laughs> what's what's one top favorite moment or element in the series that you're looking forward to seeing play out on screen? Not to be an insane fangirl, even though I am one, but the underwater kiss, Percy and Annabeth, it's just, it's the top moment for me. And it's just that, that element of their friendship evolving into a relationship and evolving into actual feelings. I'm so excited to see it just because they are my OTP, but they've just showed me like what true love is. And they're such a real couple to me. And the way that they became, they were friends first and it, their relationship evolved into love. It just, it was really real for me. And it's the most, the most real and perfect relationship that I've seen in fiction. So I'm so excited to see that translate over the screen. I can't wait to see every moment, but especially the underwater kiss because I've read the book so many times and every time I get to that scene, I still, I, I scream with excitement. I just can't, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I mean, you'll, you'll have to wait a couple of years. Yeah, I will, but I'll, it, the waiting, it'll be worth it. It'll be worth it. All of these fans have devoted so much time to the Percy Jackson series. It's really admirable how much effort they've put in. And not just these four, so many fans have kept the fandom alive and active for 15 years. Even now, it's thanks to the fans showing their support that we got this adaptation. It's a remarkable achievement, and it's thanks to all of you. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time to hear interviews with some Percy Jackson fan artists.